0: Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here in the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm Dale Lally, your host, and the Steelers have a new GM. Um, sort of. It's actually Omar Khan uh, announced uh, earlier this week and introduced on Friday as the Steelers' new GM. And uh, this after a search that uh, had 16 different people interviewed for the job as Steeler, the Steelers' general manager, and. Um, Really, when you look at what Art Rooney did here um, is he he elevated well, he gave Omar Khan a title. Uh, now Omar Khan had a title before this. he was a vice president uh, of you know uh, of football and administration, and now he takes on the the role of general manager. Um, what this means is that, he now has control uh, overseas a lot of the overall picture. And as we sit here now, um, you know, the Steelers are going to uh, hire Andy Weidel uh, as their assistant GM under Omar Khan. And, and that was going to happen no matter what. We had talked about this in the past that perhaps the Steelers might elevate or have some kind of sharing of duties between Omar Khan and Brandon Hunt, their pro scouting coordinator. Uh, what they're really doing here is, is allowing Khan to stay in the same job that he, that he has, which, which is handling contracts in the, in the, the financial situation with the team, handling those kind of things. And they'll have a, a guy who handles the personnel part of the job. So they split it in two, which is what they have with Kevin Colbert. Kevin Colbert didn't negotiate contracts. Omar Khan negotiated the team's contracts. So it, it, it's really a, a, a carryover of what they have been doing with just with Andy Weidel in place now. And they didn't want, people might ask, well, why didn't they name Andy Weidel the, the GM and then just make uh, leave Khan in his job? Because they wanted to, to, to reward Khan uh, for 21 years of service. You don't want to bring in a new guy and elevate him over somebody who's a trusted employee. Um, you know, that that can lead to some some bad, you know, bad feelings and things of that nature. Um, you know, so they bring in Weidel and, you know, he'll answer to Khan. and the Steelers. the The overall hierarchy doesn't really change because the general manager answers to Art Rooney, the team president and owner. The head coach answers to Art Rooney, the head coach. Or, I'm sorry the the, the <laughs> team president and owner that doesn't change that's the same thing that's the same way that it was under under Kevin Colbert when Kevin Colbert ran things. All they did was shift Khan into Colbert's job and or, or essentially he stays in his same job, but they gave him that title. It doesn't mean that Omar Khan is now going to be going out and on scouting trips with Mike Tomlin. That's not going to happen. Now, he could go, you know, maybe he wants to see a certain player or something like that, but that's not going to be his main job. That's going to be up to Andy White, or maybe even Kevin Colbert will still do some of that. We'll see. Uh, but that's the, uh, the situation with the general manager job. Um, again, I can't say, say this enough. People who are looking at the, at the general manager job for the Pittsburgh Steelers on an equal footing as general managers in other spots around the league aren't paying attention. Art Rooney's really the general manager of this team. He makes all the decisions. For example, when Kevin Colbert wanted to make the deal with the Dolphins to acquire Minka Fitzpatrick, he couldn't just make the deal on his own. He had to go to Art Rooney and say, hey, Art, we have an opportunity here to make a deal to, to acquire Minka Fitzpatrick. Is that something we can do? And that's the way it works with a lot of owners around the league. There are some general managers that that have that autonomy that they can just make that move and the team president doesn't pay any attention to it because he's not in the building or the owner is not in the building. Art Rooney's there every day and he runs the day-to-day functions of the team just like his father did. That's no different. It's the same hierarchy that the Steelers have always had. So that's what happens here with with the addition of Omar Khan or the elevation of Omar Khan. It's really nothing more simple than that. And for the people who are saying they didn't bring somebody in from the outside, well, they are bringing people in from the outside. That's ridiculous to say that. Well, they just went down the hall and hired a a general manager. Not really. They kept Omar Khan in the same job that he had been doing, which was going to happen regardless. And they're bringing in Andy White as, as the Assistant General Manager. He'll he'll head the personnel department. He'll he'll gather the scouts together, decide where they're going. He'll acquire all the information and, and put it together that they get. That that will be his job. That was Kevin Colbert's job. But they didn't want to elevate Weidel, even in name only, over Khan. So it was a show of respect to, to Omar Khan. Um, that's what they did and. We'll see how it works out. We'll see how moving forward. But again, Steelers haven't made many moves in this respect. You know, you go from Dick Haley to Tom Donahoe to Kevin Colbert and now Omar Khan slash Andy Weidel. That's over, uh, you know, since the early 70s. That's the hierarchy in that that pecking order. So it's it's interesting, um, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see you know if whiteo brings in any changes i'm sure he will they'll have different ways to to scout players or you know a different not necessarily a different way to scout players the scouts are the scouts they they look at players the same different grading systems and things of that nature and maybe he brings in some different ideas you know he comes from uh, an organization in philadelphia that was has been very aggressive in in making trades and acquiring offensive line and defensive line help. We'll see if, you know, that was largely Joe Banner's job uh, as their GM, but Whitehall was the assistant. He wasn't making those decisions, but he certainly had a part, you know, in in the acquisition of those things. And before that, he was with the Baltimore Ravens, who really prize and value getting comp picks in return. So there's some things there that the Steelers can learn and, and work with. But that's the uh, situation uh, with the, the general manager job. I'm going to take a break. You're listening to The Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Uh, we'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here on the Dale Wally Show. And uh, we got week one of the Steelers OTA sessions in the books. And I have to say, it's been really an interesting week um, because we're back in the locker rooms. And I can't say, you know, how much that means to hopefully the coverage that you get, the, the things that you read, the things that you hear coming out of your favorite teams, not just the Steelers, but maybe it's another team in the NFL. Um, For the past two years, we haven't, you know, reporters haven't been in the locker room. So you've been kind of at the mercy of getting whoever the team might bring out following a game. And in those situations or during the week, as, as it were, everybody has the same story. Everybody has the same spin on everything. Nobody has anything different. Well, now we're in a situation where you can go in the locker room and you can work on some stories. You know, you can, you can talk to multiple guys in, in one setting and maybe work on different things at the same time or have a casual conversation with a player about certain things off the record and learn some things that maybe they're a little more comfortable telling you as opposed to telling you on the record. They don't want their name attached to that. So it's, it's really a big step. I, I, I can't say that enough. Um, you know, and, and the Steelers have done a nice uh, a nice job of opening things up this week uh, because, you know, if you look at their roster, I think there's only 53 players in their, on their roster who've ever had an open locker room out of 90. And as I laid out in Friday Insider on DKPittsburghSports.com, when they go to training camp in Latrobe, of those ninety players, only twenty will have ever been to St. Vincent College. That's a lot of turnover for a team. It's a ton of turnover for a team. So you got to try to get the, the the players back into some kind of normalcy. What it's going to be like moving forward, and you know that that I, that that to me, um, you know, it, it, it's invaluable for helping me do my job. And my job is to is to be a conduit for you guys and get you some insight, as much insight as I can get on what's going on in that locker room. We haven't been able to do that for the last couple of years. We haven't been in that locker room. You hear things. You might have a conversation with somebody or whatever it may be, but it's not the same. It's just not the same as being in there and being able to get a feel for the locker room and see, seeing where guys are at. You know, seeing who they put next to who inside the locker room, the Steelers are very cognizant of how they they handle that. You know, they put guys next to players who who they believe can mentor those that, those players, and that's always been the case. and And so things get passed along that way. Why? Well, you know, we haven't known who's who is where in that locker room in the last two years. Guys will tell you, "Well, my locker's next to so and so," and that kind of stuff. But you kind of get a lay of the land and see, you know, who's who's where and who's hanging out with who. Who's, you know, who's buddy, you know, buddies with this guy or whatever, Um, you know, who's quiet, who's outgoing in the locker room, things of that nature that really help you do your job. And so I can't say enough that uh, it's great to be back in the locker room. It's great to be able to report again on what you see and ask players questions and have follow-ups and not be on Zoom and not be, you know, broadcast all over the place and you always worried about, you know, okay, if I ask this guy this question, is it's going to be on whatever station within five minutes. Things of that nature that, you know, it's just <sighs> makes you so much more at ease doing your job. I, I can't say that enough. I, I, I really love that part of the job, being in there and doing the job. I'll be even more thrilled to go back to St. Vincent College and be able to do my job there. Talk to guys one-on-one. See things on the field that I can report. Um, you know the nuances, the, the the little things that you see. Um, you know things like, and I posted the video on on YouTube of you know the the Steelers having some of their offensive players working with Brian Flores. Some of the offensive players who are going to be on special teams working with Brian Flores. I'm punching the ball out. Little things like that 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 you can see and report and and do and it's it's invaluable to the job. So I hope you guys appreciated, uh, you know, reporters being back in the locker room. Um, you know, I know over the years, I've seen a lot of comments, well, reporters don't need to be in the locker room. That's ridiculous. That's for the players only. Folks, if you have a thirst for the news, or knowledge about what's going on with your favorite team, you'll want reporters in a locker room. You do. Because you just can't answer those questions Accurately, if you're not there and you're not able to ask the players directly the questions, you're not able to have one on one conversations with guys. It's invaluable. It really is. So we'll get more of that next week here and in the week upcoming weeks before we go back to training camp. Can't wait for that. Uh, my favorite time of the year, but uh, that's going to do it for today's Dale Lolly show. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. If you did, please give us a like. Um, leave some comments here on the uh, on the podcast and uh, listen to our other shows. We've got plenty here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. We appreciate you listening to those as well. They all help out the cause. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. I'm Dale Lolly. We'll see you then.